a new understanding of power that comes with a new consciousness that is now emerging in hundreds of millions of humans. The old consciousness was limited to the five senses, and it experienced power as the ability to manipulate and control. From the limitations of the five senses, there's no other way to understand power. But there is now. And that's the big news. A mm. transformation to human consciousness that is epic, unprecedented, happening very fast. Hello, everyone. I'm Deborah Rosman, and a warm welcome to our listeners. Each month for the Ad Hard podcast, I have the privilege of interviewing individuals who are contributing to creating a more heart-based world. Gary Zukov, my guest, is one of those people. And I'm really excited, Gary, to have you with us to talk about authentic power in the heart. And Gary is the author of four consecutive New York Times bestsellers that have sold 6 million copies published in 24 languages, including his most popular book, The Seed of the Soul, which I read many years ago and found so inspiring and it's changed so many people's lives, including Oprah Winfrey, who had Gary on her show many times. And that book, I think, is even more relevant now than it ever was. Welcome, Gary. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Debbie. What a lovely way to start our talk. You, your book, Seat of the Soul, when I was looking at what to do for the introduction, and I went to the Amazon site, and it said it's been called an exploration of authentic power and an invitation to align the personality with the soul. So I thought it's a great place to start. What do you mean by authentic power? I mean a new understanding of power that comes with a new consciousness that is now emerging in hundreds of millions of humans. The old consciousness was limited to the five senses, and it experienced power as the ability to manipulate and control. From the limitations of the five senses, there's no other way to understand power. But there is now, and that's the big news. A transformation mm. to human consciousness that is epic, unprecedented, happening very fast. And that new consciousness is not confined to the five senses, and it brings with it a new understanding of power. Power as the alignment of your personality with your soul. You know... I love that. And we will talk about heart power, heart math, because we look at the link, certainly my experience between my soul and personality comes through the qualities of my heart, love, gratitude, care, kindness, appreciation. That's what keeps me connected to something larger. You know, those sounds like soft things, churchy things, but they're really power for relating to life, these attributes of the heart. How do you see the heart? I see, I, I see what you're saying exactly the same way. Uh, the, I, we, our vocab, vocabulary is different, but it goes the same place, which is to love. So we're talking about power. In what Linda Francis, my spiritual partner, and I uh, share, we call it authentic power, alignment of the personality with the soul, and the intentions of the soul are harmony, 
and cooperation and sharing and reverence for life. That's authentic power. Nothing else is. And everything you've said uh, resonates with me exactly and with what Linda and I are teaching. For example, <clears throat> how do you align your personality with your soul? First of all, without the new consciousness, soul would just be a biblical term or something from oh, theology or something dry. But to multisensory humans, it is who you are. It's your essence. It's your being. Now, how do you align yourself with that? That's where I feel what you're calling authentic heart power is identical with what we're calling authentic power. First, it's necessary to become aware of all of the parts of your personality because your personality has many parts and some of them originate in love and these are the very parts you were talking about. Uh, these are the parts that we experience as gratitude, appreciation, caring, uh, patience, contentment, awe of the universe. And some of the parts of our everyone's personality originate in fear. And these are the parts that we experience as overwhelm, anxiety, jealousy, resentment, fear, um, every obsession, every compulsion, every addiction, every feeling of superiority or inferiority. And they all have some things in common. They hurt. They have physical painful sensations, or they are physical painful sensations in certain areas of your body, like your throat area, your chest area, and your solar plexus area. So to create authentic power requires distinguishing between these two types of uh, inner dynamics, put it that way so that you can recognize fear. Those are all of the things I've just mentioned and distinguish it from love, which are all of the things that you mentioned too. Gratitude, appreciation, caring, contentment, patience. And then while you're experiencing a part of your personality that originates in fear, like jealousy, resentment, you go inside yourself. You use emotion, emotional awareness to look at the physical sensations, physical sensations, not I feel good, bad, heavy, light, but aching, throbbing, contracting, stinging, stabbing, burning. And when you are in fear, they are always painful or uncomfortable. And that is the moment when you can step back enough to see this instead of being absorbed in it. And Put your attention, shift your attention to a loving part of your personality, to one that is grateful or caring or appreciative or a time when you knew you were loved and cared for. Because where your attention goes, you go. And that is what we call challenging a frightened part of your personality and cultivating a loving part. And that is how an individual creates authentic power. Well, you know, for most of us, changing habits, reaction habits, you know, just the quick overwhelms, frustrations, the things you talk about that are fear-based underneath, 
for most of us, that's a hard thing to do because the mind takes hold and so convinced of what it's perceiving. So, you know, we all at HeartMath, you know, we look at the research. How do you power up the physiology with heart-focused breathing? How do you help people pause, shift, step back so we can gain that objectivity? Um, and all these are tools for what you call challenging those parts of the personality. How do you see that? I see it exactly the same way, Debbie. I have loved heart math, and Linda has loved heart math with me for, what, 25 years, maybe more. And I see, from my limited perspective anyway, of the many programs and exercises uh, that heart math offers, but I see them all as ways to challenge frightened parts of my personality and to give me a little distance so I'm not absorbed in it. And I don't think when I'm in a frightened part of my personality that that's the way the world is. Right. I can shift to another part of my personality. You know, the, the Buddhists have this wonderful saying that always appealed to me until I really understood it. And it doesn't appeal to me. It's marvelous. They say the sea of the the river of suffering is deep and wide. The turn of the head is the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that's what I know that's what Linda and I help people to do turn the head. And I feel that that's everything that heart math is dedicated to doing. And I love the fact that your vocabulary is different than ours. I love the fact that you can speak directly to people who feel comforted by the validation of an empirical investigation. And they can benefit from all that you are sharing, which from our perspective is challenging a frightened part of the personality, and from their perspective is activating the intelligence of the heart. Right. So they feel they can do that, and it's okay. It's not new age fluff. It's right. got to be real because you've got the, the evidence. But the important thing is they're doing it. Right. I think that is where we really connect in our mission. The important thing is helping people by whatever means to do that, because that that isn't that the great heart awakening. You were talking earlier about this transformation that's happening with millions. How do you know that's happening and how do you see this? Oh, my gosh, you can see it everywhere, everywhere. When I wrote The Seat of the Soul or co-wrote it, with the universe, because I discovered in the writing of a book about physics before that, that it's not possible to write alone or to create alone, because it's impossible to be alone. I discovered non-physical reality. Mm. But as I, when I, and I'm not a channel, that is how I want to clarify that. It takes a lot of work for me to write a book, but I'm not alone in writing it. I have to work. And in that book was published in 1989. And at that time, all of these things seemed uh, radical. Right. They don't seem radical now. New males and new females are everywhere. People understand that it's they are responsible for their experiences and they are responsible for what they create. And that is a, another way of looking at authentic power. You become the authority in your own life. And now... One generation later, because yeah, it's been about a generation later, there are 
there's an entire that there are millions of people who were are young enough that they were born with the awareness of with multisensory perception with a new consciousness. So we help them see why the world that they inherited from a five-sensory world is as it is, why it is dysfunctional, why it is dissolving, why it cannot be salvaged, and why it is being replaced by a new world of the heart, a world with the intentions of the soul, with the energy, with heart intelligence, Mm, so that they'll understand that. And for those of us that are old enough that we were born with five-sensory perception, we can for those of us, we can validate the new consciousness as it enters such people, because they might think, how can this be? Uh, am I losing my mind? Am I grounded? How can I think that I know things about people that the five senses haven't told me? How can it be that winning and accumulating and fame and recognition are not the most important things to me? What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. You're becoming sane. You're becoming grounded. You're experiencing the new human consciousness, multi-sensory perception, and a new understanding of power, authentic power, which I am seeing ever more clearly you are calling authentic heart power. I love our talk. And I I love it. We said... You know, the intuition, multi-sensory awareness, you gave some examples just now of what you mean by that. And it feels like you're talking about people getting intuitive information that's not through the five senses, it's somewhere, somehow else. And helping people connect with that through the heart to expand that receptivity to that kind of information. Say more about that. However you connect with it, it's good to connect with. It's um, from our perception, intuition is the voice of the non-physical world. It's access to compassion and wisdom that are beyond what we can share with one another. Intuition gives you the ability to communicate in your own unique ways with non-physical teachers. And this is priceless because in my experience, a non-physical teacher is a reality. It's not a new age imagination. And a non-physical teacher will never tell you what to do. will never say, do this, do that. In my experience, a non-physical teacher will help me to understand my experiences so that I can use them more wisely on a journey toward love. And this is a significant part of multisensory perception, which is perception beyond the five senses. Mm-hmm. Lots to open up because of you said there's a heart awakening happening. Millions of people and children are sensing this and they're seeing the contrast between you look at the political divisiveness, you look at what's happening in the world and you step back and you go, there's got to be something else, right? This is so bizarre from a larger perspective. And yet I believe it's motivating more people to wake up saying they're It's motivating more people to connect with the deeper heart and say, we have to become heart connected. We have to have more 
compassion and cooperation to have hope for solutions that can bring us together. What do you see in that? I see that exactly, except that instead of we, I would say I. I need to have more compassion. Mm. I need to have more patience. I need to have more connection to others. I need to open my heart so the suffering of other people is meaningful to me. I need to be present because I am the one that changes my world and no one else can change it for me. And that's what we mean by becoming the authority in your own life. Mm. I love that. Well, it comes back to our personal responsibility and our ability to make intelligent, heart-intelligent, responsible choices. And that is an unfolding process because it's all related to our awareness. How aware, how conscious we are is what determines the options and our choices. I agree again. It's a you, 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 as you pointed out, the very first thing you said when we began our talk was that changing these long-established patterns, which destructive patterns, which we would refer to as frightened parts of your personality, is not easy. It is not easy at all from my experience. <laughs> it is a life's work. Finding the parts of your personality that prevent you from giving the gifts you were born to give is the creation of authentic power. But finding them is the first step. That's where emotional intelligence comes in. Then it requires your volition, your will to challenge those parts. And as you do, you begin, they don't disappear. You're not challenging them to make the frightened parts of your personality, for example, that are jealous and resentful or hopeless. It doesn't change them. It doesn't make them go away but you are challenging them in order to move beyond their control. Mm. So they no longer penetrate you as they did before. They no longer determine your thoughts. I mean, they no longer determine your actions and your de- your words. You determine them and you decide to speak from love, a loving part of your personality. And all of this is very difficult. That is the spiritual path. But as you are on it. And I'm not talking about a path like, um, you can look at it this way as a, a path with milestones and signs and markers. You can also look at it as an expansion. As your awareness grows, you don't move, but your awareness expands. And how, no matter how you look at it, it is a, an increasingly an increasing liberation or freedom from fear the ability to create with love. It's an adventure. It's a true adventure as we do it together. And that's to me is the, the fulfilling part is that you get to see with others who are doing this, your reflection in a sense, but you're collaborating, you're, you're doing it together. And that adds to the adventure, the hope, just like we are connecting. Exactly. Linda and I would call that spiritual partnership. Spiritual partnership for us is a partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. Spiritual partners know they have souls, which for us means know they are more than minds and bodies. 
Mm-hmm. They know there's a reason for them being together. And that reason has to do with their souls. They are also creating authentic power because they want to move beyond the control of the fear, the fearful parts of themselves. So their commitment is to help one another, to support one another. But they know they cannot do that for one another. They cannot create authentic power for another person. But they can support one another. And that support is invaluable. For example, if I say, I feel so overwhelmed today, a spiritual partner won't say, oh, I know what you mean. That happens to me now and then. That's a oh, terrible experience, isn't it? Well, don't worry, because no. A spiritual partner will say, where are you feeling that? What are you feeling? What thoughts does that part of your personality think? What would you do and what would you experience if you weren't in this part of your personality? Things like that. Things that will help me orient myself instead of uh, out of my Instead of losing myself in a frightened part that's jealous or resentful or insecure or overwhelmed, they help orient me and expand my, help me expand my awareness. And in fact, from our perspective, your interactions with other people are the substance of your spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. So not everyone is going to be your spiritual partner. You meet people who are insensitive brutal in their behaviors, uh, uncaring. That just means that they're in pain, the frightened parts of their personalities, and they haven't yet recognized that and started to move beyond it. They, everything, every interaction in, in your life offers you an opportunity to create authentic power, to look at what you're experiencing and choose to react, react, as you have in the past from fear, or to respond with love. Now, the people that you are with who are doing the same thing, and they know they're doing the same thing, like the people that I believe we're talking to now, who are your audience for heart math and our audience for authentic power, their spiritual partnership becomes a wonderful support because like you and I are supporting each other, Right. right now, we are, from our perspective, functioning as spiritual partners. And from yours, I would guess you would say something like, we are in the heart, the intelligence of the heart, and opening to it and using it, or something like that. Am I correct? <laughs> Beautiful. We're heart-connected. Heart-connected, <laughs> yes. Beautiful term. Let's do a heart-connected meditation together now on our authentic heart power. Each one of us has that connection. And let's do that together so we can add to that energetic field for each other, that love field. So let's center in the heart. Let's breathe appreciation to increase our heart connection with ourselves and appreciate each other's heart connection. Let's focus in the heart. As you breathe in, feel that love and appreciation. And as you breathe out, just send that through your body to each other.
And then now as we continue this heart connection, ask yourself, has there been something in this podcast that's inspired you or touched you or opened up a possibility of where do you can look for more authenticity or more emotional awareness or more next step clarity? Now, in this heart-connected field of energy we've created, ask your own heart for intuitive guidance or your next step for clarity or direction. And now let's radiate our heart-powered intention for forward movement into these areas. Let's radiate the heart quality of compassion and compassionate care to all those who are challenged and suffering throughout the world. As Gary said, based upon fear controlling their conscious awareness in many ways. And let's close by co-creating a reservoir of heart energy, filling that reservoir that each of us can access as needed over the next month when we need support to follow through on our heart's guidance, our heart's direction. Let's create that reservoir of connected heart energy. Thank you so much. Well, this has been area a very inspiring half hour. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I woke up, not woke, yes, woke up, but realized one morning, shortly after my spiritual partner, Linda Francis' soul went home to non-physical reality, 
that I don't have a reason for living anymore except to love people. Mm. And that surprised me. If there's anything I could wish for you, although what I know I can do is support you in accomplishing your own goals and spiritual achievements. But if there were something I could wish for you, it would be that. That you would see the beauty and the depth and the power and the strength of love. Not any kind of organizational or institutional or conceptual love, but what I believe um, the people I love at Heart Math would call heart intelligence. Mm. For me, that means love. That's what I would wish for you. Mm. Thank you so much, Gary. It's just been a pleasure and an honor to have you with us. And thank you to our listeners who shared this experience with us. And as a gift to the listeners, I want to remind you, you can get free access to an amazing online video course, The HeartMath Experience, and learn several helpful HeartMath techniques for connecting with your heart's intelligence, your heart's intuitive guidance and next steps. And I also remind you that the third Tuesday of every month, we publish a new podcast episode. So be sure you subscribe so you don't miss our next guest and topic. Take care. Love you all. Thank you for listening to the Ad Heart Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch the latest episodes. If you're wanting even more heart-inspired content, find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Look for HeartMath and also the HeartMath Institute, Both organizations are committed to helping activate the heart of humanity.